Well, hello and welcome to Minnesota Medleys. I am Travis. I'm Jess. And we have a very exciting episode today with a Minnesota author by the name of Julie Jo Larson, and we'll get to our interview with her shortly. Mm-hmm. We do want to uh, say a, a very, very profound and heartfelt thanks Thank you. to the people of Hendricks, uh, specifically Jessica, and also to David Bleese, who uh, did the interview with us. Uh, he's the city administrator. So appreciated his time. And, I just got to say holy buckets, yeah. Hendricks. Yes, um, they. It was an interesting thing. They, um, how much they shared our post when we started promoting the Hendrix episode, mm-hmm. and they shared it. The city of Hendrix shared it, and it resulted on the day of our our uh, release of that episode. It was downloaded four times more than any other episode yeah. has been in one day. Um, it, uh, smashed any records we had mm-hmm. and, um, just so thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for your sharing and for proving that, uh, you don't always have to buy advertising to, uh, to create uh, something successful. Word of mouth is a great tool as well. Thanks, mm-hmm. Hendrix. Yes, thank you. So we're not going to talk much right now because we do want to get to this uh, interview. It was uh, uh, a great one. Uh, Julie Jo Larson is from Brainerd. She is an author and a public speaker. And um, she, a neat, neat person, like Jess said, when we got mm-hmm. off the phone with her, she goes, I just feel like she's a kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, she really does things that are good for other people and uh, benefit others. And the fact is she's doing things that interest her yeah. and that um, she she doesn't just sit back and say, well, this is life. And uh, no, she, she creates uh, adventures and unravels mysteries and um, uh, is kind enough to share them with us. So without yes. further ado, we will present you with our interview with Julie, Julie Jo Larson. Larson. Well, here we are, as promised, with Julie Jo Larson, an author out of um, out of why uh, uh, Brainerd. Brainerd. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I almost said the wrong wrong uh, town. Were you going um, to Bemidji? I was going to go yeah, to Bemidji see, because I have yeah. something on here about Bemidji. Okay, welcome, Julie yes, Jo. Yes, Julie Jo. <laughs> welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thanks so much for doing this. You are a very, very busy person, so you're taking time to uh, share with us uh, some of your uh, goings-on uh, is greatly appreciated. Um, yes. You you uh, wear many, many hats. Um Yes, uh, you do. On, on your web web uh, site, it, it says uh, you're an author, you're a public speaker, you're a story catcher. More on that in a bit. Yeah. You have a, a blog going on your website, Julie Jo Larson. That's Larson, S-O-N, JulieJoLarson.com. Mm-hmm. You are the founder of the Mizstorians. You're a licensed social worker. You're the assistant director of Trio Student Support Services at Central Lakes College. Member of the Cuyuna Rock Gem and Mineral Society. Cuyuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, the Cuyuna. Yep. Member of the Crossing Arts Alliance. You've also served in the past on the Crow Wing County Society Board and the Humphrey Center for American Indian Studies. So, uh, no moss on you. No, you are moving. 
<laughs> I, I try to move. I think when I slow down, that's when I get in trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I if you. I keep busy, mm-hmm. then I, I don't think I'm going to get old, but also then I don't get into trouble. So sure, it's sure. best <laughs> that I keep busy. Keep yeah, very yep, good. Absolutely. The, um, I wanted to touch, I, I, I really like this description here about um, story, story catching. catching. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says yeah, on your website, uh, juliejolarson.com, mm-hmm. it says intentional story catching is a movement in the making, ensuring survival of the stories through oral and written traditions. Story catcher is all about catching or capturing stories, your own story and the stories of others. Um, that is, uh, I, I just love the definition of that. It, yes. it, it feels so much more than, hey, guess what I heard? or yeah. something like that can you elaborate a little bit on how why you uh wear that particular hat a story catcher well it actually came from a book by christina baldwin mm-hmm. and it's called story catcher oh, okay. it's uh making sense of our lives through the power and practice of story mm. and um you know storytelling is one of the oldest arts there is it in is. humankind yeah um long before we were writing long before we were drawing on you know things that people could always um interpret we Mm -hmm. were telling stories Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes um we lose the facts so So when i'm doing my story catching a lot of what i do is field work and research i'm yeah i'm trying to prove that something happened or someone did something Mm -hmm. or something so if I hear something, you know, um, the Black Cemetery uh, mm-hmm. by Wealthwood, when I started understanding that research about, um, you know, understanding that there was a Civil War veteran, a Black Civil War veteran yes. buried on the North Shores. Yep. Yeah. Until I could multiple times um, through multiple sources say, yes, this is true, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to believe it. And okay. I think story catching, you really need to... You need to hear the story by multiple people, but you need to be able to find a fact or, you know, you've got to find a fragment of something that mm-hmm. you can pull together. Mm. Yeah, and then link it together. Oh, yeah, almost. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, you obviously ha- are um, have a sense of curiosity and wonder and mm-hmm. uh, part Nancy Drew and... <laughs> yes. um, because I, I, it's no small task, some of the things you have done, whether it be the research or the the miles you've put on your mucklucks. Um, uh-huh. You know, well, as it, it says to you, you've traveled countless miles around the region. Yeah. Um, and I, I, this kind of ties into, I, I believe this would tie into perhaps how the Mistorians were founded, formed. Came to be. Um, mm-hmm. Did you, uh, because I was going to ask you too, when you decided to start publishing those stories, your adventures, because um, uh, it certainly goes in hand in hand that, like you mentioned, the cemetery in Wealthwood, um, it, what a neat thing to not only have done, gone and done, but f- for me to sit and read about it, I yes. was I was blown away. It was yep. just, uh, you captured everything and really did an honor uh for those people that are buried there 
Um, so definitely. somewhere in and there, their, I do have... And their families yeah, that's right. that are still here today that were able to have reunions and and be connected to their to their families. I think that was probably the most important thing I did when I was researching the, um, they call it the Strader Cemetery, the Black Cemetery. Okay. Mm-hmm. The pinnacle of that whole ordeal was watching the faces of the family members that came up from the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And they had been up here and they hadn't been able to see, they, they couldn't find the cemetery. The cemetery yeah. yeah. And, and it's, I have to be honest, like 80% of what I do is just somehow dumb luck or an oh. ancestor long dead guiding me. I don't know yeah. what it is, Interesting. but, but, it, but it's just, it's, it's just, you know, it, you, you find this thing and just the fact that I could find the ancestors, the descendants down in the twin cities was crazy, mm. but watching their face when, when I led them to the cemetery and they climbed mm. over this little tiny fence and they saw the stone and, oh. yes. you know, this, this little breeze came up out of nowhere and it uh-huh. just felt like a hug, uh-huh. oh. you know, and, wow. and the ancestors just sighed and we all had oh. little tears, you know, it was just so emotional to know that these people have been lost for decades and decades yes. and decades. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that, and that was just, that was a really neat thing about what I do is I'm, I'm connecting people with mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. and with yeah. things that they thought was lost. And that's wow. the great thing about story catching. You know, I'm finding things that were lost and, mm-hmm. and giving them back to the people that need it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I got the goosebumps. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I personally have yeah. a, um, uh, a strong feeling when it comes to cemeteries that are forgotten about and that oh, kind of yeah. thing. And, and no matter what uh, your one's belief is on mortal remains and that kind of thing, the fact is that uh, markers are put mm-hmm. f- uh, so that they mark a place where one can go and remember. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. and the fact that you are rediscovering and bringing to light these, these places where people can go mm-hmm. and remember I, I think it's just is amazing is admirable and yeah I just I, I, I love that I, I also find it very fascinating that you have worked with a group maybe was it crowing um lost cemetery or some yeah. group like that mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah when I was part of the crowing county historical society yeah um, I was on the board for quite a, a several terms okay and um, there were a lot of cemeteries up in this area that were, you know, in the old and late 1800s, early 1900s on family farms and family land. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back then people couldn't afford headstones. So maybe right. they piled rocks up somewhere oh, sure. or maybe they had a wooden cross or something. Exactly. Um, and we had record at the historical society a couple big binders that said well this is where this is and that's where that is okay and i had the the crazy luck of some of this stuff i just put into my gps mm-hmm. okay and i remember one guy ended up in his front yard and he came out and he says what do you need you yeah. know and he wasn't happy about me being <laughs> okay there until uh, i said i said i showed him my card he said, i'm part of the historical society mm-hmm. I said, I just want to see what I think is here. And he said, 
He's like, well, the county told me there was no cemetery here. And I told him there was. He said, how did you know? Yeah. I said, I just plugged it in. And he said, nobody else has been able to, to see this. <laughs> oh. Plug it in. You know, okay. And this was the Carroll Cemetery, I think. Mm. The, 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 he walks. He says, well, you're here. Come on over. And he shows me. And I'm like, oh, my God. There's like headstones here. Oh, and my God. The foundation of an old church. And. <laughs> And I got pictures, and then I was able to document mm-hmm. a bunch of these cemeteries so that the information isn't lost. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you got to ask permission always when you go on property. And, oh, right. and you know, some of these people, they're like, oh, my God, how did you, is, is everybody going to come find me? No, not everybody's going right. to come find no. you. <laughs> right. It's okay. Yeah. I said, but you just want to, if you're okay with showing me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you just look at that stuff and you think, oh, man, yeah. this is just bizarre. Absolutely. Um, but it, it's a lot of fun, and I love finding old cemeteries. Mm. I, you know, um, trying to figure out who's where. Sometimes I can do mm-hmm. it, sometimes I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I used dousing rods with oh, a group sure. of women, yeah. and we were able to find where some more graves were. Oh, wow. At a cemetery that we thought was definitely not. Mm-hmm. You know, it was outside of the fence, and it was like, yeah, definitely, there's, there's I've never done that before. Wow. Mm. So, yeah, it was just so this weird stuff, but it's, um, I call it wanderlust and inquisitive. You know, yep. I want to know the answers, yeah. and in order to know the answers, you have to put yourself out there and mm-hmm. be willing to do some pretty weird things. Yeah. Absolutely, right? <laughs> well, do the work. Do yep. the work. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, is that you mentioned with some other women, would those be the existing group of Mistorians? At, at no, oh, no, okay. this was even stranger than that. The Mistorians. So I should probably give you guys some information on that. Yeah. I mean, this is another, who does this? Um, <laughs> so, so I think it's the cool. coolest thing. Yeah. I think it is <laughs> such a cool it, idea. It, it is. So. Yeah. Um, Pre-COVID, I was doing a little bit of research on old buildings in Brainerd. Mm-hmm. Okay. And our church youth director, I knew a little bit. I'd known her when I lived in Moose Lake. And when I moved to Brainerd, then shortly after that, she moved here. Mm-hmm. So we knew okay. each other a little bit because my kids went to the same church, you know. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I told, I saw her one day and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to get to this building and i'm gonna go in the bowels and i'm so excited mm-hmm. someone said there's tunnels down there and she's like well i'm going oh i was like oh well okay. <laughs> she said, i'll bring my camera oh great okay oh. i'll bring my notebook <laughs> well then my daughter's boyfriend's mom found out about it okay yvonne loved exploring well i want to come too okay fine so, yeah. you know, we went to the bowels of the yeah. last term saloon and we yeah. went to um, this beautiful building that E.L. Mink is in. It's the okay. Citizen Bank building. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Just beautiful, yeah. old, like uh, the Titanic on land, I call mm. it. Oh, interesting. You know, so we're touring all these old buildings and Vicky's yeah. taking pictures and I'm taking notes and mm-hmm. Yvonne is going, I wonder why this is here. Or that's there. Uh-huh. We ended up picking up a friend, Lee, who's also from our church, even though all of us never hung out together. Uh-huh. Lee says, Oh, I grew up in town. Let me see that. So then she came along and because I was only part-time work at the college after I got my bachelor's degree from Scholastica in 14, uh-huh. or I'm sorry, in 13, I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. 
So Thursdays, we said, oh, let's just get together. And we mm-hmm. couldn't think of a name. We were okay. like, yeah, we should get T-shirts. We should get a name. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? yeah. We never got T-shirts. But uh. my sister-in-law said, well, you're women and you're interested in history. What if you call yourselves the Mistorians? Yeah, great name. That is so great. I, I was like, man, this Nailed is so it. perfect for yeah. us. Yep. yep. And we ran around for, oh, my God, years, yeah. multiple years. And then I got hired full-time at the college in my current okay. position as the assistant director at um, CLC for Trio Student Sports Services. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, this is going to end our trips. But we did weekends until just before COVID. Okay. And oh, we would go great. here and there and still run around. Yeah. Um, COVID came and it, it was just the nastiest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the opportunity to write my first book. Um, my friend yes. Yvonne, mm-hmm. one of the um, historians, got cancer Mm. um but the photographer ended up moving to south dakota um it was it was just crazy and Mm -hmm. you know i'm writing this book and writing the first book about the minnesota northwoods and Mm -hmm. um the photographer friend was taking some pictures and um we were you know peeking in windows of buildings that yeah. were closed because some some things weren't open sure okay and i'm like oh my god we're gonna get arrested when we get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> nobody this ever said anything strange. okay um, but we got, we got the research done we talked to the people we needed to talk to mm-hmm. um the book was published in april of 2021 Okay. Um, our kids got married, Yvonne's son and my daughter got married literally in our backyard, oh, um, so in the woods, how appropriate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we lost Yvonne 10 days later. She oh. lost her fight to cancer, but oh. how, how yeah. wonderful that she was able to contribute to the book and yes. our kids were able to tie the knot with both moms there and Absolutely. both dads. Wonderful. It was it was beautiful. Mm. Um, but yeah, then the historians took a little bit of time off. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah's still here in Brainerd. We're um, working on restarting the group with a more permanent because we've had other people that have joined us for one or two trips and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you kind of have to try out because <laughs> you need to make sure people are, they're brave enough to do some yeah. of this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I go to Canada every summer. I pick Amethyst um, at the Amethyst Mayan Panorama. Okay. Um, I, I want a historian who's not afraid to go across the Canadian border and come back into Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. Um, yeah. Yep. And that's the great thing about the historian. You, you just have to be like, well, if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, well. Right. How, how can we try it differently? Or how can we see what we want to see yeah. And get around things. Yeah. Sure. Well, that sense of adventure and yes. curiosity, and uh-huh. yeah, it, it's going to take a certain type of person. I, I really recommend to our readers to go to juliejoelarson.com, and um, on the homepage, when you scroll all the way down, yeah, there is a section for uh, historian, uh, for historians, mm. and these adventures, these mysteries that are unraveled and in, looked into yes. are, it's very, very, very interesting. Yep. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah, it, it just really neat stuff. And I, um, while it sounds fun to do at this point in my life, I'm glad somebody else is doing <laughs> it and writing about it. So yeah. thank you. Yes. Um, 
I I do uh, want to talk about a, another hat that you wear. Mm-hmm. Of course, is as an author of these kind of guidebook style writings. Um, you had mentioned your first one, uh, one hundred things to do in Minnesota Northwoods before you die, and then uh, it looks like just last March wasn't it? March of twenty twenty three. Your second book, one hundred things to do in. Minnesota before you die kind of branched out of the the North Woods and we've been having a lot of fun with these so um, much fun kind of going through where have I been what where things have, have I, I been? done yep um, what uh, what do I want to do now that I've read this <laughs> yep yeah exactly mm-hmm. there, there's there's a lot of that um, you uh, now have you been to all of the locations in no, these okay. and I, I get some readers and they're upset with me because I haven't been everywhere. Okay. <laughs> and it, since the, the uh, publisher, Reedy Press out of St. Louis, Missouri, since we got to, my goal has always been to use these books as a celebration of Minnesota. Yes. Well, wonderful. Not my bucket list, but a oh, list yeah. of things that people mm-hmm. who are visiting or live here, things that they might want to check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are things, um, I have a sensitive hearing. I okay. will never go to an outdoor concert and get my, mm. <clears throat> yeah. but my friend Yvonne loved outdoor concerts mm-hmm. and she, she had a great collection of, um, guitar picks and she would oh. tell me all these people she met and there's pictures of her in the, oh, how fun in, in, in elevators and, she, and those yeah. things I put in the book, uh-huh. um, yeah. you'll never catch me doing high heights you know i'm not gonna zip line i was gonna yeah. say you're not gonna do that yeah yeah but i love watching other people do it and see mm-hmm. their excitement and their yeah. thrill when they land yep yeah um and if it's it's a celebration of minnesota i need to make sure i have something in these books for just about everyone well and i was just Absolutely. gonna say that i mean it, i guess it it's almost better that you haven't done all of them because you are just one person so you have your likes and your dislikes Mm -hmm. and Uh and to write about them in a way that uh well like you said uh because i'm just gonna i'm gonna i've grabbed 100 things uh, here's minnesota northwoods before you die 100 things to do uh Uh one of them uh see here page 99 is uh find the lost 40. oh yeah Mm -hmm. i love that place what a neat neat idea now there are people who aren't interested in hiking and walking and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so that's not going to be you know for them but uh you know somebody may be interested at uh well riding a horse-drawn carriage by duluth's waterfront yep you know um just a couple of i, I love that you can open this up and just find something fun mm-hmm. um, and different unique a lot of them are very unique uh, yeah, I try not to have the typical, uh, I don't want the big box stores. Yeah. I don't yeah. want the, you know, everybody can go to a, those big box stores. But I want when you go to one of these towns or communities, I want you to be able to to get a taste for what the people and the history of it are. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. These, yeah, the mom and pop shops, that's where you're going to find, uh, you know, you're, you're going to find the culture and the heart of the communities absolutely you know you're i just all of a sudden had a flashback to when i was in junior high 
And my youth director at church, there was one summer, he said, we're going to do a dart, a dart and go. And we all said, what in the world is dart and go? And he then started doing this on a pretty regular basis where you would show up at the church. We would take a dart. We would throw it at the map of Minnesota. And if it was, you know, he kind of said, we're going to go with this, um, this rate radius of so many miles away. Um, so he kind of blew it up a little bit. So it was, it was realistic. Uh, and we threw the dart and wherever it landed, we would go to that place and we would seek out the town cafe or somewhere we'd go and have lunch. And then we would, it, it was just, it was random. And, and I just think these books, you could open it up and say, all right, I'm going to get going to plan a trip. You know, and this is where we're going to go. Well, we're I can see, this. I can see absolutely taking these on a on a road trip and mm -hmm. looking up some of the ones that we've you know marked. Yep. And working them into the route. Absolutely, or, definitely. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. And if you go to the back of the book, there's itineraries that yes. sometimes will connect multiple places. Great idea. Which is so, so great. If you go to Moose Lake, you might have four different things you're going to see in this tiny little Moose Lake. And including some of the best pizza oh, in Minnesota. Oh, so nice. my mom was just up there. A friend of hers lives in Moose Lake. And I said, hey, did you go to, is it Gary's? Um, Poor Gary's. Poor Gary's. Mm -hmm. I, she said something about getting pizza. And I said, oh, did you go to Poor Gary's? She said, yeah, we did. <laughs> you know, and I just, I thought, well, there you have it. Oh, this is really. She could have been reading your book. This is really. <sighs> Really yeah. neat. I love, yeah, the suggested itinerary. Mm -hmm. Here's one, adult beverage tours. Yes. Here's one, yeah. date, date night. night. There's mm -hmm. fun with kids. But this is such a cool thing. By season. By season. Activities yep. by season. That's a really, really cool idea. I mean, considering Minnesota is so distinctly four separate seasons, yeah. except for Except this for this winter. year, yeah. But uh, where we, <laughs> yeah, where we are we're, anyway. We're, yeah, we're a little bit short this year. Okay. And I yeah. think, you know, coming out of COVID with that first book, with the Northwoods book, it was mm -hmm. important that I could get people out of their house mm -hmm. safely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely oh. that. You know, so it was the COVID issue, but then it was also our typical... It was long winters and uh -huh. the cabin fever. Yeah. So what are you going to do in early spring? What are you going to do? And how are you going to get out of the house? And not everybody likes to be outdoors. Right. Not everyone wants sure. to be in a grand theater or mm -hmm. a museum. So what can you do every season yeah. to yeah. get away from what you already know? Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's... Uh... I like how you think. Um, are there any, in, in these books, are there any uh, events or places or anything like that uh, about which you've written that you have not done, but you plan to, would like to? Any uh, real standouts for you? Yeah, so I, um, when I was writing The 100 Things to Do in Minnesota Before You Die, yeah, mm -hmm. in um, uh, 2020, 2022 mm -hmm. i caught covid that june mm -hmm. um for the first time ever okay. um yeah. and it wasn't a bad case but it was enough that it ended up tanking my vitamin d and b levels oh. and i was really just super tired and couldn't figure out what was going on yeah um the publisher was kind enough to extend my due date by a month 
but I missed about eight weeks of traveling. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't sound like much. Eight weeks doesn't sound like much, except I work full time during the day. So mm-hmm. I, 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 weekends are the only time I yeah. could do it. Yeah. Exactly. So I missed things like the Ely Steam Sauna, uh-huh. which is number 66. You know, uh-huh. I thought, oh, man, that would be great. Yeah. It's history, and it's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. I missed that. Yeah. And that was a tough one, and it was like, ugh. And then some of the good restaurants that I have in the book mm-hmm. from the Twin Cities. Okay. You know, Spoon and Sable, we have the 2022 Bartender of the Year yeah. right here for the whole country in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. My girls were able to go last year. I missed that one. Um, But there's places like that that I want to see. Most of the outdoor things I've seen. um, I I grew up in New Ulm in southern Mm -hmm. Minnesota. Mm -hmm. We lived by Moose Lake for many years, Mm -hmm. and now we're here in the Brainerd Lakes area. Yep. Yeah. So I've been able to travel quite a bit, but there's some things, you know, like that Ely Steam. It's like, oh, God, I could use that tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've seen that a few times up there, and it looks like a blast. You know, keeping in mind, too, like I said, there are things I'll never do. Uh But there's (laughs) things like that that I'm like, gosh. And there are things that I've done multiple times. You know, the High Falls by Grand Portage is Mm. always a summer thing I do. Okay. Um. When I had COVID, I was supposed to go up to the northernmost part of Minnesota, Mm. um, Angle Township, Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't get to go. So this spring, I stayed in War Road at a little, it's crazy, it's a a bed and breakfast, Uh um, Airbnb called Etta's Bend. Oh, okay. It was wonderful. It's just like a corn silo, you know, but they fixed it up. It's phenomenal. (laughs) But then my friend Sheila and I were able to go up into Canada and then come down into Minnesota. Mm. Got our picture taken with the bobber, you know. Yeah. Um, But really, just to see um, a, a different port of entry into Canada, but a different part of Minnesota that's kind of connected, but kind of not. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. and, and that I, you know, I want to go there almost every summer too. It was just so cool to go into oh. a different way of going into Canada yeah. and yeah, oh, the fishermen fun. were so much fun. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's, uh, that sounds fun. I, I know I hate to ask you if, uh, to do more work, especially when your, your, uh, last book isn't even a year old yet. It's only right. 10 months or so. Are you considering writing any more guidebooks any any more books period yeah i actually am okay Um, is it something about which you can talk at this point i i can talk about the not the guidebook Uh um (laughs) but um so i have a my husband was born without arms Uh and um he's a foot user Uh we have three natural children together Mm -hmm. um when our daughter was um, maybe second grade, Yeah, there was a little boy in class who didn't know a lot about the diversity. Like my kids have always had a lot of diversity in their world. Yeah. And my, my daughter would be like, Hey, you know, the teacher would be like, what did you do this summer? And she's like, Oh, my dad and I went fishing and we drove a boat and, yeah. you yeah. know, and she's got, she's like, dad steers with his feet. And this little guy's like, no way. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. People without arms don't drive boats. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she'd bring in the picture or she'd show him her daddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, the, you know, it, and it was like, it wasn't just one thing. Uh-huh. I worked at the school and the teacher would come up to me. And she's like, 
she'd sit on my desk because I was a Title I paraprofessional, and she would, okay, uh-huh. we got to talk. Oh, great. Now what? Mm-hmm. Well, and I go, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's Halloween. Draw a picture, a Halloween picture. So she drew a picture of her as a princess and her daddy with his hooks looking like a pirate. Okay. Aww. And this gave me the idea of a book called No Way Ellie May. Uh-huh. Just a little book where this little girl... Um, you know, it has got this very strong personality and the the little boy's got a strong personality and, and the little boy says, no way, Ellie Mae. And Ellie Mae says, yes way, Brad, I say. People with arms can too. Uh Um, and I'm working right now on getting a mentor and hopefully I can get a publisher for it. But otherwise I'm so passionate about this project. Yes. Getting it out it to the hands of kids so in schools that I will self-publish if I no, have to. Yeah, Absolutely. No. I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was just so cool. But it's, you know, uh, there's how many, I think there were maybe two foot users in all of Minnesota when I married my husband. Okay. Uh, um, and that was it. And he drives with his feet. He yeah. changed diapers, you know. Yeah. To me, he's always just been Steve. And yeah, to the kids, right. he's always just dad. Yeah. Isn't that right? Um, yeah. But no way Ellie Mae brings into the reality that mm-hmm. the rest of the world doesn't look like mm-hmm. um, like our family. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. You know, so we're working on that. I'm working on a collection of short stories um, called The Babe and the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I have a wonderful um, author support group up here in the Brainerd Lakes area. And mm-hmm. there's maybe 12 to 15 of us that attend St. Benedict's every summer. We go to something called Camp Candace. Oh. Um, and what we do is we're locked into the spirituality center for an entire Monday through Friday. Wow. Um, we have Sheila O'Connor from, uh, she was teaching at Hamlin. She just retired. Uh She comes and actually runs it like a class. So, um, she wrote a book called Sparrow Row. And in the morning we get up, we have breakfast in silence. No Mm -hmm. one talks until noon. That's our Mm -hmm. writing time. Love Mm -hmm. it. At noon, we eat together, and then um, and then we have Sheila teaching us things oh. like um, oh, everything. We've learned so much from her point wow. of view was last year. Okay. okay. And then in the you know we have an evening meal together, and then we get together in these gazebos or areas, oh. and we take turns reading what we've been writing, and we don't get the. Uh. It's not really a critical feedback time, uh-huh. but it's a time to to kind of let people know what what we've been doing not everyone is published yeah all of us write different genre but it's just a really good feel good uh support group definitely only women Mm -hmm. sorry (laughs) um (laughs) hand-picked women actually the the organizer Mm -hmm. hand-picks to make sure that our personalities are going to match because we are in such close quarters Mm -hmm. Um, but that's my summer retreat and then in Jan and February, I go to Pequot Lakes um, for three days, and we mm. get together in a smaller group. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the support system that I've, I've nice. been fortunate to be a part of up here. Yeah, it um, sounds like you have a wonderful one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, you, you can't ask for a better mm-hmm. group of, of people. Um, I was part of the Brainerd Writers Alliance um, for quite a few years. I haven't been for a little bit now. I my weekends are just really traveling and doing mm-hmm. book events mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to encourage other people to get out there and see things and do things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you know, these, these two books, well, and speaking your, your future books, uh, yes. I know will be 
great successes. They, um, if, uh, if the history proves to uh, repeat itself, because yep. these are just fascinating. They're well done. They're very concise. They're uh, uh, really, really interesting. And they are also available on your website. I want to make yes. sure that our listeners know that. Um, you have 100 things to do in Minnesota before you die is only 2250 uh 100 things to do in minnesota in the minnesota north woods before you die is only 17 dollars. that is on juliejoelarson.com that's larson s-o-n and we don't want to take up you know too much of your time julie joe but we uh we just have really appreciated this time and uh we um Look forward to hearing more from you. Most in definitely. The, in you the know, very you've near just future. You've, you've been so supportive of us, and yeah, that yeah. we just say thank you yeah, for. Thank you. And oh, it's, um, it's so much fun watching your your podcast you. and seeing, you know, kind of where you've been. Yeah. I have a suggestion though, because if you do yes. take these books and you go off on. And you open it up and you go somewhere. Yes. Please take the book with you. Yeah. And if you're in sure. a restaurant, have the people who are waiting on you sign the book. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, yes. Make a little note of what you ate. You know, yeah. if there was a cool music or light or a smell or a sound or something. Yeah. And then when you go home, you'll be yes. able to open up that's to that really page and you'll experience it again. Such Com- a good combination idea. like a stamped passport journal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a mm-hmm. fun idea. Definitely would be. Well, Julie Joe, thank you. Thank you very, so very much, much for uh, the time. Yeah, we want uh, everybody to please go to Julie's website, juliejoelarson.com. Check out her books. Check out uh, follow her, her blog, on Facebook. Follow her on Facebook. Check Julie out the Joe historians. Yes. Um, uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, pretty uh, amazing gal. So thank you very much, Julie yes, Joe. Yes, thank you. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Most Have definitely. a great adventure now. All right. <laughs> thank you thank very you. much. So, so inspiring. Yeah. Well, as as yeah, as you can see or hear, uh, why Jess mm-hmm. calls her a kindred spirit. Her sense of adventure is uh, just absolutely amazing. And uh, in these books, uh, um, we, we have to mention too that they are available at juliejoelarson.com. That's Larson S O N again. Um, the 100 things to do uh, in Minnesota before you die, and 100 things to do in the Minnesota North Woods before you die. Um, are available on her uh, website. I just got to say really quick, um, I, gotta, I feel like if I say these out loud, I'm more likely to end up doing them. Mm-hmm. Just a few for a wish list, bucket list type of thing mm-hmm. that are listed in the book. For me, John Beargree's Sled Dog Race. Which was canceled this year. It was. Mm-hmm. Super unfortunate, yeah. but it, I think it was a it was a wise move. Yeah. Um, which I, we know that it was very hard call for the organizers because a lot goes into that by many people. But and dogs and dogs. Yep. But I think they did the intelligent move. Mm-hmm. So I want to do that sometime. Um, I do want to get on the William A. Irvin that ship uh, right in Duluth. Um, I think I've been on there. Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I've been outside of it plenty of times. And it's one of those things you you look at, um, especially at night from a distance, you're like, well, that's haunted. Mm-hmm. And it certainly got that, that vibe from the outside. I'd love to get in there. Um, you know, I like nice things. I like to shop a little. I would like to get to the Bemidji Woolen Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just make amazing stuff. And I would love to 
check them out. Just a couple others of mine. Mm -hmm. I want to get to the Ely Steam Spa. Yeah. I do want to bike the Paul Bunyan State Trail as well. Mm -hmm. That's just something I would love to do. What are yeah. you... What do you um, like? I really want to go to the Palmer House. Oh, and, yes. Uh, yeah, she's got yeah, some connections yeah. there we could chat with. Oh, great. Julie Joe mentioned yeah. some people. So mm -hmm. I just think that would be fascinating to stay there and, um, yeah. you know, with the unregistered guests. And Consistently see who we can chat with. considered like one of the most haunted places yes. in yes. the state. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been to powwows in South Dakota, but I really want to go to a powwow here in Minnesota. Okay. I just... I would love that. There's mm -hmm. just something about the powwow for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Whitewater rafting on the St. Louis would be so fun. Ooh, yeah. I whitewater rafted in Montana in mm. 1989, and I loved it. Very and fun. I just think that would be oh so great. <laughs> um, then I also want to check out the Wings Airport Cafe in Brainerd because oh. that just sounds so interesting to me to have a dinner or lunch at the airport and have planes <laughs> taking off and landing right next to you and maybe see some stars she said well, there's celebrities yeah, like yeah. sports and uh, yeah. other wise that are sometimes popping in yeah. there. i just think it would be fun yeah that would be yeah. um and then and then i would also similarly interesting mm -hmm. would be to go to the igloo bar at zipple bay uh, which sometimes it sounds like it's floating Oh, well, it's really? on the ice. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to drive your car across the lake yeah, to get yeah. there or mm -hmm. take a snowmobile. And mm -hmm. um, I think the depending on where they set it up, it, it its location changes in the bay, but it's mm -hmm. typically in Zipple Bay. Yeah. And they they serve food there. You can um, they have heated porta potties. You can you can go ice fishing, which I've never done, but mm -hmm. it would be fun to hang out in an ice fishing house just because that would be that would be a fun. Thing to do uh pedal pushers cafe in lanesboro because we've talked about wanting to go down to lanesboro yeah. and i just think it would be fun to eat at a place called the pedal pushers cafe yeah yep um and then chase <laughs> and on pedal, the pedal p-e-d-a-l yeah, yeah pedal yeah. Like, yeah, like the pedal bike, bike. bike well it is a bikers bicyclists yes. paradise yes in lanesboro, in lanesboro yes yeah. and then chase on the lake and walker you know my mom and my cousins and i went there we visited walker this summer and we checked cool out the hotel yeah very cool pictures. very cool stories there very cool it's a cool resort and they've got stuff year round there and um some unregistered guest types well. of things happen in there yeah so i just think it would be a very fun destination to check out sometimes yeah. so yeah it would Lots and of intriguing places in Minnesota. So again, uh, speaking of cool things to check out, yeah, uh, do look into these uh, new these books mm -hmm. by uh, uh, Julie, Julie Joe Larson. Larson, and um, uh, they're they're well worth it. Take them on a road trip. Mm -hmm. um, she does some very cool way of organizing them in the back where you can tour things by season or get an itinerary that like sets up a convenient route where you can hit a few things. It's it's just done uh, very, very well, both cool of them. Stuff. So thank cool you. Cool state. Cool state, mm -hmm. yep. Well, thank you again for tuning in. And uh, if you have any suggestions about some Minnesota-specific things you'd like to hear us uh, cover, please do write to us at minnesotamedleys.gmail.com. And uh, certainly go to uh, minnesotamedleys.podbean.com. Check out a few more episodes. Again, our thanks to Julie Joe Larson, mm -hmm. and we will see you next time. Bye.